Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The world in which we live is a desert, spiritually, between two gardens, the Garden of Eden and the New Jerusalem at the end of time. Pastor Brian Haynes has written an important book about this, War in the Wilderness, A Spiritual Guide for Your Family. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an interview with a new friend of the program. Pastor Brian Haynes leads the Bay Area Church in Houston, Texas, joins us via Skype. Welcome to the program, Pastor Brian Haynes. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, thank you for having me. Oh, fantastic. I'm so excited to learn about and talk about your book, War in the Wilderness. But first, uh, please introduce yourself. Yeah, my name's Brian Haynes. I'm uh, married 28 years, three daughters. They're 24 and 21 and 16. So we're living the dream of adulting uh, kids. So it's uh, that's who I am. I'm a pastor in South Houston in the uh, Bay Area of Houston and I've uh, been serving here at Bay Area Church about 13 years. Now the book jacket says you pastored over 25 years and what is that like? Did, when did you start and, and how did it turn out? Yeah, I did start 25, 26 years ago as a youth pastor and then moved into marriage and family ministry focused on discipleship and family. And then eventually into this lead pastor role that uh, I currently serve in. Well, fantastic. Um, this is a family ministry for you. Your wife is involved and your adult children now? Yeah, we are all, uh, I'd say we're all called to ministry in, in different ways. Angela is uh, just uh, really involved in our, our student ministry at our church. She leads a women's ministry mentorship uh, program, and she, uh, she leads uh, mission opportunities and, and kind of lo local partnerships with uh, some ministries we have in the Middle East, and so she's highly involved that way. And then our oldest daughter is a uh, girls minister and a student ministry at Sagemont Church just up the road here. And then uh, our, our middle daughter is uh, serving as a college student, serving as a worship leader at Restoration Church in uh, Bryan, Texas. And then our youngest is 16 and still at home here with us, serving alongside us. So. Well, praise God for that. Here is a man who lives the life and walks the walk. Uh, and here's the talk, right? The talk is war in the wilderness, fight for your family when life isn't as it should be. Help me unpack that subtitle. Yeah, I think the subtitle is very important because uh, we live in, in what the Bible, Bible calls a wilderness. It's, uh, it's the wilderness of life. Everything between Genesis chapter three when sin enters the picture and the the end of the bible in revelation where uh, we have this new jerusalem and no more tears no more crying no more pain anymore everything in between 
is a desert. And when you think about the Bible, you see the metaphor, the people of Israel come out of captivity uh, into Egypt or out of Egypt into the wilderness. They wander in the wilderness 40 years. Uh, when you look at uh, Jesus crucified in the Judean wilderness, just outside the city of Jerusalem, he's tempted in the wilderness everything in between genesis 3 and revelation 21 22 is wilderness and that's where we live that's where we're raising our families that's where we're living life and so uh, i wanted to write a book using partly part of our story but but with biblical framework to help people understand like no matter where you live no matter what your your uh, education or economic prowess or situation you, you are living in a broken land and you experience things because of it and so that when life isn't as it should be is just simply pointing at uh, we are going to go through seasons and circumstances in life that are desert seasons where we really have to fight for our families well I thought you know God is a God who promises prosperity and blessing and all these wonderful things. You mean there's still trials and tribulations for Christians after we come to Christ? Yeah, I, uh, I, I really struggle with this idea of a prosperity gospel because Jesus constantly promises suffering, persecution, difficulty. He says we'll have peace in it, shalom in the midst. He'll be with us, uh, but this is not our home. And so... I think as uh, parents and grandparents, uh, we have to really disciple our kids that particular way. Um, it's certainly not uh, you come to Christ and then it's Disneyland. That's not the story. So, <laughs> and, and I think I'm boycotting Disneyland anyway. So um, tell me about a couple of these chapters here, the God of the wilderness and the adversary. Is there a devil prowling around? Yeah. So. If you understand your environment, if you get, okay, so we're in this wilderness, the second thing you really have to understand is that there is spiritual warfare going on in the wilderness called life. And what Jesus teaches us is that we have a, a real enemy who came to uh, kill, steal, and destroy. That's his, uh, that's his mission. He has kind of an army behind him. He's a defeated enemy, but he, but he, but he, has, he has power. Uh, in this on this earth and he has an army of demons uh, that work with him and my view based on what I understand from the scripture and just anecdotally in life he's militaristic and trying to accomplish this uh, mission so he works against uh, people families governments cultures to kill steal and destroy and uh, when we're going through the deepest, sort of hardest seasons of life in the wilderness, he he is pretty masterful at seeking us out in those times and in trying to to destroy, particularly our our families in those uh, those time frames. So yes, we have a real enemy. The good news is uh, God gives us desert desert pictures about who He is in the midst of this wilderness war. So God God will tell us. You know he's a he's a shepherd, and what do you need in the wilderness more than uh, a shepherd who will guide you through? He says that you know Jesus says I'm living water. Anybody who's thirsty 
come to me and drink. I mean, what do you need more in the wilderness than living water? The Psalmist David says he's the shade at our right hand. And what do you need for relief in the wilderness but shade, you know, refuge and strength and rock and all these pictures. They're all desert pictures helping us understand uh, who God is in the wilderness and in the warfare. God is our refuge in the wilderness, but he's also a battlefield commander in the war. The title is War in the Wilderness by Brian Haynes. More after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. You know, I've been doing a lot of praying and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, what really happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two? Why did the disciples receive the power from God to do Christian ministry? And how can you experience the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your own power ministry? This is a five part teaching, newly available. We just put this out. Part one is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how to receive the power of God in your life. Then we go into part two, the gifts, the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Part three is every instance we could find of speaking in tongues throughout church history. It's not an old gift, it's for you today. And also we have interviews with Charles Johnson and Lana Heitley. I wanna encourage you to get this product when you visit our, our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. This is a topic that uh, in the last century was responsible for up to 800 million Christians around the world experiencing the gift of tongues and their own private prayer life. How can you have powerful intercession in your prayer life with God? This will energize you as a Christian and it's all Bible-based. This is real step-by-step -step instruction through the scriptures. We want you to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Before you even uh, begin to experience that, it might be important if you learn what the Bible says about that gift. Again, yours today for a do suggested donation of $30 Get this product today at PrayInJesusName.org. Operators standing by at 866-Obey-God. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel, and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by the pastor of Bay Area Church in South Houston, Pastor Brian Haynes has written this important book, War in the Wilderness. Brian, we were talking about 
the desert spiritually in which we live, where you know we're surrounded by, um, I suppose, famine spiritually. There, but Jesus is our refuge. He is our rest, and He provides for us like manna in the desert to the children of Israel. Uh, there's so many metaphors, but how has this affected your family? Have you gone through suffering? Yeah, I mean, we've had, you know, having been married 28 years now, we've had different seasons of suffering, different aspects of this sort of desert life. But what was sort of catalytic in, uh, in, in leading me to write this book was a, was a deep desert experience that we went through that we would say as a family was the most painful experience of our life uh, up to this point. And to make a long story sort of short, uh, our daughter, who is uh, 24 years old now, when she went to college, uh, began to go through some really difficult mental health issues and emotional issues related to depression and anxiety. We got her to a counselor and that counselor called me and said, has she ever been sexually assaulted? And we did not know of a time in her life uh, where she had been. And they did some work with her and they pulled a specific time, place, person. And I could put that person in my house when my daughter was like six or seven years old because we had had a hurricane here. And uh, that, that family came to, uh, to, to live with us for just a, a little bit of time. And in that time, uh, this, uh, this older uh, person, this older man, uh, assaulted my very young daughter at the time. And she had been living with that sort of behind the scenes in her whole, her life. And as she, as she grew in, into an adult, it just, it just came to life in her. She began to have dreams about it, thoughts about it. She had questions about it and it was wrecking. Uh, it, it, it really, we were experiencing, um, the fallout from that before she went to college, like as a teenager, but we didn't know what was going on. So she was, uh, to the outside world, you know, they would have said, this is a great kid, straight A student, good athlete, people love her. She loves people. She loves God, all that stuff. But internally we were, we were experiencing, uh, the deepest part of the, the desert, uh, struggling as parents, her siblings were struggling because of her anger, uh, her anxiety, her depression. And so it's, it was that experience and how, how God led us through it to a place of restoration that sort of led me to write this book for other families that need to learn to fight when life isn't as it should be. It's amazing to me how God has created the mind, even of a child, an innocent child, that they would block out the memory of such a terrific tr uh, trauma, a horrific trauma. Uh, and, and in that way, maybe your daughter was protected for many years, but when you become an adult, maybe the grace of God allows the memories to come back for some healing. And it's not an easy process. Um, and it requires maybe therapy and counseling and, and forgiveness. Um, I, I'm not asking you to speak for your daughter, but as a parent, how did all that process affect you as her, her loving father? Yeah, it was very difficult. Um, first, because this family was really close to us. And, uh, and so this person was a friend and it just um, felt very, very, very betrayed. I personally felt very angry as, as parents. Angela and I were in situations all the time where uh, 
in, in that time period where we just didn't know exactly what to do. We couldn't fix it. There was nothing you could say that would make it uh, right. And, and it was a long period of time. The healing and the restoration took a long period of time. Uh, in the process, um, there was there was a legal aspect of it. There was a, a mental health aspect of it. There was a spiritual aspect of it that we had to uh, lean into as parents. And for me, it was trying to pastor a church and trying to lead my family through that uh, was was super difficult. We had uh, about that time frame, we had Hurricane Harvey here in Houston, which was uh, wrecking and months and months of uh, community um, pastoring. I, I would say just uh, we we just had a lot to do to help a lot of people. We had a mass school shooting here uh, that I, I was uh, a part of helping with the healing and restoration after that. Uh, one of my good friends committed suicide uh, right after that. And then this popped with my own family just right after. And so uh, I, in fact, went through a season where I had to pull back, ask for a sabbatical from our elders here at the church. I went to counseling because uh, I was experiencing depression, anxiety, all the things that um, that you would imagine would come with all, all of those wow. things. And it was actually that break and that counseling, I hope I can encourage some people toward counseling now, like that was the best thing that I, I could have done in that moment. It was such a grace to have another Christian brother sort of coaching me through like, how do you, how do you cope? How do you make it through? How do you help your people and, and stay healthy at the same, same time? So it was, it, it was deeply impacting in my wow. life. Okay, we need to take another short break. When we come back, who is the savior, the shepherd, and how does he help bring restoration more with Pastor Brian Haynes? This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from 
my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Brian Haynes, who has written a spiritual guide, War in the Wilderness. The subtitle is Fight for Your Family When Life Isn't As It Should Be. Uh, Pastor, what is your website? Where can people buy a copy of this book? Yeah, you can find me at brianhaines.org, brianhaines.org. And then uh, you can get it at Amazon. It's probably the easiest place to get it. You can go direct to the publisher, Randall House, or really anywhere you uh, order or buy books. So I wanna ask now, we, we've heard about the tragedy, we've heard about the suffering and the struggle in the wilderness. Who was Jesus to you in those moments? How did he come and comfort you? Yeah, so I, I'll tell you the story. It, it will help it make, it, it, will, it will make the most sense. Um, so for years, since 2006, I've been leading hiking tours in Israel, taking people to Israel, uh, from top to bottom and exploring those deserts just to make disciples, just to teach some of the lessons that are in this uh, book. But I didn't know how badly I was going to need those lessons. There's one uh, aspect of that teaching in particular that Jesus used to just minister to me over and over again. And it, uh, it comes uh, from a location in southern Israel, right along the Salt Sea, in this wadi, this valley called Wadi Argo, and you hike back in, and there's a there's a hidden waterfall there, and it's the whole site that the area is called Engedi or the Springs of Engedi. And once we've been out in the desert in that hiking experience for a while and haven't seen water for a couple of days, we come up on that fresh uh, that fresh water, and there I teach uh, John chapter seven, where Jesus. Uh, came to the Temple Mount at Sukkot, uh, the festival of Sukkot, and uh, all the people were gathered. They were gathered because uh, they they wanted to celebrate this festival that they were commanded to celebrate. And John tells us that it was the last day of the feast, the great day. And that's a detail sometimes we blow by, but he tells us that on purpose. So we would know that on that day, there's a water libation ceremony where everybody is praying that God would give living water, that he would provide so that they would have economy from the ground, their agriculture would thrive. And, and so uh, in this moment in John chapter seven, uh, it says, uh, it tells us that Jesus stood up and cried out in a loud voice, if anyone's thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And I can just imagine that day, you know, the high priest, he's got this golden pitcher. He's gone down to the pool of Siloam to dip living water. Everybody's chanting, you know, Maim Chaim in Hebrew, which is uh, living water. They're begging God for this living water. And that's Jesus stands up and shouts, you know, if anyone's thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Uh, because when you drink from me, out of your heart will flow wells or springs of living water. 
And I just found myself in this desert place and our family found ourselves there really thirsty. Like we had been in the deepest part of the desert and we just needed to drink. And here's what I found of, about Jesus in the midst of that. He did not uh, restore us or rescue us by taking us out of the wilderness. You know, you kind of pray for this like, this Black Hawk extraction moment where helicopters show up and like get you out of the wilderness so that you can get out of this terrible situation. But there was none of that. What I did find was that Jesus would sit with me when I would come to him. He would sit with me. I could hear his voice through his word by his spirit. And he would minister me to me day by day, just enough for the day. It was as if he was just giving me the water that I needed for the day. And uh, I remembered how he taught us to pray, um, uh, you know, in the, the model prayer, give us this day, our daily bread, like just enough for the day. And I remembered uh, when he gave manna from heaven in the wilderness to the Israelites and, and he told them not to gather any more than just for the day. And then they would trust him again for the next day. And that's what our experience of restoration was like. It was trusting Jesus in the day for just enough for the day. And then he would lead us to the next day and he would give us just enough for the day. And he put the people around us that we needed around us to help us through. Uh, he, he met us uh, as a family in prayer. He was there with us to sustain us when we didn't think we could make it. Uh, and uh, our family is a living testimony of how our God is is this uh, in the in the middle of a wilderness. He he is the living water that we need, and um, and that's how we found him to be in the midst of it. Thank God for that. Yeah, I've been to En Gedi. I know exactly where you're talking along the Dead Sea. It it is. It looks like a desert, but then suddenly you come to this oasis. And it's also mm -hmm. mentioned, interestingly, in Ezekiel 47, in the prophecy, where the waters start ankle deep, and then they're up to the knees, and then the waist, and then it's a, a, a rushing river, uh, a mighty revival, and, and God right. provides the increase of that water of refreshing, even right next to the salt sea in the desert. God is the provider. Pastor, we just have uh, a minute left. Would you pray with somebody out there who needs comfort? Yes, I will. Let's pray. So, Father, I pray for friends, family, brothers, sisters, people who are just listening to this, who, who maybe find themselves in the midst of a deep wilderness in their life. Maybe they feel attacked by the enemy in the midst of that, and they just don't know what they're going to do. Lord, would you meet them today uh, as they turn to you? Would you meet them? Would you be that living water that they need as they're parched spiritually in the, in the wilderness? We're a thirsty people, God. And when we go through broken and suffers times, uh, sometimes we don't know where to find water. Would you, just, uh, would you just meet them face to face today? Give them just enough for today and then meet them again tomorrow that they might have just enough for tomorrow and the next day. Restore them, revive them, do things in their lives and with their kids that, that they couldn't even imagine right now because the time is so hard. God, we know that you're a God that, that does things that we could never manufacture on our own. And so we lay these things at your feet. We come to you in the fight, uh, trusting you uh, with all of it. And we pray it in Christ's name, amen. 
Amen and amen. His website, brianhaines.org, this is his book, War in the Wilderness. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit so we can bring you these informative shows, PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can donate by telephone at 866-Obey-God or just call for prayer. It's free, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.